Hi everyone. Welcome to the fifth episode of the Assistant to the Assistant Coaches podcast. My name is Rahul, and I'm here with my two other co-hosts, Hassan. Uno dos tres cuatro cinco. What's up? And Anil. What it do, baby? He's back. He said it. I'm back. I'm back. I said it. <laughs> Gotta go to All the right, room. Guys. So um, glad that we're back together now um, and want to talk about NBA, um, what's going on, what's starting at the end of this month. But before we get any anywhere near the basketball talk, I have to talk to you all about what just happened with um, Patrick Mahomes. He just signed a massive deal, something that we haven't seen for football. Um, he just went up to um, ownership and management in Kansas City and said, "Show me the show me the money." And what did they what did they do? They showed him the ball. Um, this year, uh, his total contract is for ten years, uh, about four hundred and fifty to five hundred. It can get up to five hundred and three million dollars. So he's still under contract for two years. So he'll still play out his contract. He'll get additional money. Um, but then every year after the two years, um, he'll get about twenty-five to twenty-seven million dollars. Um, good, good. And if you think about it, a contract for 10 years is more of like a baseball type of contract. It's not, we haven't seen that in football, um, but it is, it is guaranteed. Like he, he did, instead of betting on himself and kind of taking a shorter contract, he did opt in to say that, hey, I just want all the money, um, which is great. I mean, it's, that, that's a new route. Maybe, maybe um, that's the route that the NFL contracts are going to, but it's still a lot of money. And um, I'm just surprised. And there are a few other quarterbacks that are lined up behind him that are due for a contract, namely Dak Prescott and Deshaun Watson. Um, so I'm just like, what do y'all think about that? What do y'all think about the contract that he signed? Um, do you think that there will be others that will sign similar contracts? Uh, I don't know. Hassan, give me your thoughts. Yeah, I think it's going to be funny to see what Dak Prescott, Dak Prescott does now. Um, he's been sitting out. He signed that uh, tender offer. Um, you know, I think the tag offer. So it'll be interesting to see now what he does if he just keeps on the tag or if he's going to ask for more. Um, I think it'll be even hilarious when we do see in two weeks that he's asking for more than Pat Mahomes because, look, I think Dak's a great quarterback, but for some reason he thinks he's the greatest of all time without Super Bowl wins with an average uh, win-loss record. Um, he puts up the big stats, but at the end of the day, if you're playing in Jerry World, you better be winning a lot of games, especially in the playoffs. And we haven't seen that in the Cowboys quarterback in a very long time. Uh, so, Dak Prescott, if you're listening, you're going to get a bag. It won't be as heavy as Pat Mahomes, though. Yeah, win in the playoffs, bro. If you win in the playoffs, you'll get paid. That's all it is. I know. What do you think? Yeah, man, dude, the, the price tag just blew me away. 503 million, right? So like if you if you do all the math, it comes out to I think um, I saw this online somewhere. It was like a dollar and 60 cents each second, right? So this man, each second, he can buy a spicy chicken sandwich from McDonald's and two gumballs from a gumball machine each second, man. Like, good God, like, it, it's just an unbelievable amount of money. Um, I think it, the best thing with big news is there tends to be big memes. Uh, yeah, I love and, like, and I think one that I definitely have to talk about is, do you remember the game? I think it was last season where the Pats uniforms didn't, uh, sorry, the Kansas city chiefs uniforms. I'm thinking Pat Mahomes, Pats, uh, the <laughs> chiefs, uh, uniforms didn't come in time. So they had all the guys running in the, 
through the stadium and delivering like the uniforms and bags. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember <laughs> seeing the meme where like all they're showing that video and it said like uh, the Kansas City Chiefs staff delivering Pat Mahomes his uh, money. Dude, <laughs> oh my god, that's so freaking funny. It's so accurate. You know they uh that that situation if they hadn't got their uniforms in time they would have had to forfeit that game against the Titans. And that was. No- and then no money. <laughs> and then no money, right? Yeah. So like, th- like, the Mahomes Super Bowl would not have happened if those people, like, they're the true MVPs, man. Like, if they didn't deliver the jerseys, like, there's no Mahomes Super Bowl. And then I know, I know you really well. So you've been looking at the memes. So Rahul, I know you as well too. And you were probably looking at the rest of the NFL universe and their tweets. And I know one that caught your eye was the uh, DeAndre Hopkins. Uh, Twenty-four reasons for him to get his money. Uh, yeah. And then like what zero like games or something to prove himself or I don't know, something like that where he was referencing to the 24 to 0 loss that the Texans had when they were up 24 0 and then secretly taking another shot at Bill O'Brien, which we've kind of learned. DeAndre Hopkins is a, isn't as nice of a guy as we all thought. I mean, great test. I love DeAndre, but I I loved that like dig at (laughs) B.O.B. Yes, he speaks. I loved it. I saw that one. Um, great memes, though. Yes, no, it was it was good. And I'm just I'm just curious. I'm also a little I'm also a little nervous um, about what what the Texans will do to try to re like up that for Deshaun Watson. Even though again, Deshaun's in the same boat as Dak. He hasn't won anything, so we'll see. Um, so today, like I said, we're going to talk about the NBA restart. But before I before we get into all NBA mode, I wanted to test y'all's knowledge a little bit. You know, let's go let's go back and let's. Let's see how much y'all actually know about the NBA. So let me throw some questions at you and see see if y'all can answer these questions. Um, I'm excited, man. Do yep. we get lifelines or phone a friend or ask the audience? Yeah, can I phone Hassan? Uh, <laughs> phone me. <laughs> I'm gonna ask the audience. I will ask both of you. <laughs> Dude. Multiple choice, so it should be easy. Oh, relative. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That's, right. that's right. As long as it's not A, B. And then C is A or B, and then D is all the above. As long as it's not something like that. No, I'm not that cool. No, no, no. We'll we'll, we'll make it. We'll, we'll let it be easy this time. Um, okay. So first one. All right. Which NBA player infamously turned down a 21 million dollar contract in 2004 and saw his career end soon after? Think about it. All right. Options: uh, Gary Payton, Allen Iverson, Latrell Sprewell, Allen Houston. Man, I have a uh, guess. I, I have a guess. Um, I think it's La- it. I think it's Latrell Sprewell. Uh, I know. What, what do you think? Man, what was option D again? Allen Houston. Man, this is tough. Take a guess. Is Allen Houston the guy that Scotty Pimpin dunked on? No, uh, he he dunked on Patrick Ewing. He dunked. I'm on gonna go Allen Iverson actually. Allen Iverson. Yeah. All right, one of y'all are right. Which one is right? All right, Hassan, you're right. Yeah, a he, he turned down a contract with the Timberwolves, and then he didn't get another contract from them, and then he didn't even get another contract from anybody else. So, and then he, I think I read that within like year, a couple of years, he went broke. So, <laughs> I think I've seen something like that. Yeah, yeah. Second, second question. This one might be a little bit tricky. Um, who was the first player in NBA history to play in over 1,000 consecutive games? Consecutive? Consecutive. A.C. Green, Randy Smith, LeBron James, Mason Plumley. Ooh. It's not LeBron. Yeah, it's definitely not 
LeBron. I don't think it's Plumlee either. It's not LeBron because he's been part of the load management issues. I mean, I know that's more recent, but I'm pretty sure I remember reading ESPN articles where little kids would go to games and then they'd yell at their parents because LeBron sat out. Like oh, yeah. it's like their parents' yeah, problem. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Billy, man, it's not thankful for anything. Uh, man, kind of narrow it down, I guess. I, I actually think it's Pumley for some reason. You think it's Pumley? Really? Dude, it's just he's a versatile guy. It's not as it didn't he didn't say like a starter. It didn't say it was no. a brand name player. Just that seems like a guy who just has been in the NBA for ten years. No, because it's eighty-two I, games, playoffs, thousand games. What what were the first two options, Rahel? AC Green and Randy Smith. I'm gonna go AC Green. I'm going Plumley. I just want to see if this happens. All right, one of y'all is right. <laughs> oh man! Oh, can it be me this time? <laughs> yeah, I know it's you, AC. Oh Green. yeah. Okay, okay, one to one, one to one. He only mm-hmm. missed three games throughout his entire fifteen-year career. My uh, God, I know. Do you know? Played, do you know who AC Green is? Of, go ahead, yeah, go ahead. I I feel like he played in like the sixties or seventies, right? Uh, no, not quite. He played from nineteen eighty-five to two thousand one. Yeah. Oh, okay. What he, what team? So he played. He started his career with the Lakers, um, then played with the Suns. Yeah. And yeah, uh, so he, started, uh, he started with the Lakers, and then he went to the Suns. Uh, oh, uh, was he in that uh, NBA courtside game featuring Kobe Bryant? Because if he wasn't on there, then I don't know him. <laughs> <laughs> dude, yeah. Seriously. So, Shout out so, N64. <laughs> oh, dude, those were the, the great Go Yeah. yeah. Uh, so speaking of NBA games, great. This is my segue to my last question that I have for both of you. Who was the cover athlete of the video game NBA Live 99? Okay. Mitch Richmond, Tim Hardaway, Antoine Walker, or Tim Duncan? I don't, it wasn't Duncan. It Even wasn't though Duncan. he won a championship that year, I don't think he was on the cover. No, no, no. It wasn't yeah. Mitch. It wasn't Mitch Richmond either. I oh, know. Let's see if we can be on the same page here. Yeah, I know. Okay. Let's, let's, let's uh, pick the okay. same thing. Who are the other two? Antoine Walker and Tim Hardaway. I want to say it's Walker. I want to say Hardaway. Oh, good. <laughs> I just, I just imagine this is Hardaway when he's on the Magic, if I'm correct. The Heat, maybe? Heat? Oh, no, the Heat. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm saying that like I'm 100% sure, but I asked a question about <laughs> it. <laughs> um, Bro. Let's split. Let's see if we're, if we're either. Okay. On this. Let's do All it right. again. I'm going Hardaway. It's going to be embarrassing if neither of us are right. It's going to be Chip Duncan. What's up? I know. Who was your choice? Uh, Walker. Yeah, well, one of you is one of you is right again. <laughs> it's it's the a win. Who is actually Antoine Walker? Oh, oh no. dude. Okay, but I he got I it over Paul Pierce. Pierce. <laughs> okay, I want to get this great. You're telling me Antoine Walker is on a video game cover, <laughs> dude. That's he had an amazing year when he started his career. He he was I was looking at his stats and really really impressive, like almost 25 points a game kind of kind of guy. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. You know, so, there's a lot of players that do that. You know, like CJ McCollum. I don't see him on a video game. Game just got on uh, one finally. De- DeMar DeRozan isn't on a video game. Dude, yeah. I mean, NBA Live kind of flopped though, right? Is that why? Because they put Walker on the freaking cover? <laughs> that that, that <laughs> was like, the Madden curse of that video game. Yeah, man. Like, good God. Like, <laughs> way to take down the entire franchise. Like, 
Y2K, they just put the worst thing they could think of. <laughs> <laughs> yes, man. We're all going to die anyways. We just put Walker on the freaking cover. <laughs> straight, that's a straight up YOLO right there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. Anton Walker, man. I like his name, though, honestly. His name is cool. That might have been this. That might have been the reason. Oh, man. All right. Let's keep moving. All right, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> so let's let's talk about what we want we want to talk about um today um so the nba is coming back right um we we kind of speculated about this in one of our first um episodes a couple episodes ago i guess um where we were thinking about if the nba will come back and if they will go straight to playoffs what will happen kind of figuring it out well we finally have some guidance we have some clarity now on what will happen give a quick quick overview of what is expected and then kind of um see what y'all's thoughts are on um, how this will actually play out. So when does when when will this start? So the first games will start um, at the end of the month, which will be July 30th. There are 22 teams that are coming. Um, it's not even split between the Eastern and Western Conference. There are more Western Conference teams just because of the close um, the closeness and the seedings for the eight playoff spot. Um, there will be a training camp. Teams are supposed to arrive this week um, to Orlando. Then they'll have their own training camps. Then there will be scrimmage games from July 22nd to 28th. And then um, there will be seeding games, which is what I was talking about, that will start on July 30th. Each team gets eight games to play, and then that will essentially determine the final playoff spot. There will be um, an Eastern Conference and a Western Conference playoffs, not necessarily how we had maybe hoped for would be a 1 through 16, all teams lined up against each other. Um, So we will still see um, the split between the conferences. And um, there, there are three venues that w- they will be using, um, and there will be no fans in attendance. Playoffs are supposed to start 17. So a lot of things, there are some, some kicks that they're adding in um, with the play-in tournament and, um, you know, just inviting more, more teams, like an imbalance of teams. What, based on what you know and what you've heard so far, I guess, um, you know, they're, they've kind of arranged their, the teams in specific hotels, uh, depending on their likelihood of advancing in the playoffs, which is very interesting um, to me. Um, then we also saw recently there was a tweet of the pictures of the practice courts um, that they're lined up in the conference rooms, and they have protocols to keep that, the teams socially distant from each other. Um, but of all the things that we've kind of heard and kind of seen, one of my concerns is still, it's a concern, but it's not a concern at the same time. And I'll kind of explain why I'm saying that. Um, we we're seeing players and athletes contract um, the virus more. However, it's not in the same ratio or the same aspect as normal um, individuals because these athletes are in much, much better shape. Um, I feel like their, their physical shape, their physical fitness does help. Um, in some a- some aspects than a normal um, person. Um, and I think that even though we might see some cases spike while they're in the bubble, I think that overall it will be a negligible factor. And I think the NBA has considered all of these the things, but and they're doing all the protocols to keep everybody um, at distance. So based on what you've seen, what you've heard, and all the precautions that are in place, what, what are you looking forward to? What do you think about the setup, the approach? Um, because this was something that was very well discussed and went back and forth a little bit. So Anil, give me your thoughts. Like, how do you feel about this? Um, and what, what is something that you're looking forward to? 
Uh, I think the thing I'm looking forward to the most, and I think you guys can agree with me here, is uh, the 12 o'clock games, like the noon games. Like, there's basketball all day, you know? Like, you wake up, you work four hours, and then you just watch basketball the rest of the day. And that's what I'm going to do. <laughs> I mean, I hope my, like, manager's not listening to this podcast, you know, because that's what I'm going to do. And, like, that's that's really what I'm looking forward to. And also, I think another cool aspect of this is that Everybody is well-rested, right? So, like, the season ended on the same day for everybody, right? Nobody went to the playoffs. Nobody, like, went to a finals, basically, and, and is, like, maybe a little bit less rested than the other people. Um, it's, like, kind of a fair advantage. So, it's really about, like, how good is your team chemistry? Because you have two weeks to build it back up. And then how, how much did you stay in shape when, you know, this hiatus happened? And I think that's, like, really interesting, and it's going to put a lot of pressure on the teams. But I'm, like, really looking forward to – how they like overcome this because not only are they challenging each other, they're like at odds against themselves. Like they're, they're not in shape, right? Their team chemistry is off. So they're battling like two fronts in this, this bubble. I think it's really cool. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. I think one thing I'm looking forward to, as you mentioned, um, it's interesting how they tiered off these teams based on hotel. Um, but I'm reading here that it's Russell Westbrook and all his enemies in the second tier of hotels. So the Thunder, the 76ers, the Rockets, the Pacers, the Mavericks, the Nets, the Grizzlies, and the Magic. I don't know if Katie's showing up, but I'm trying to imagine like Russell Westbrook, Chris Paul, Joel Embiid, KD, all trying to go get a bucket of ice at night. I'll <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> um, meet up in the hallway just like <laughs> Russell Westbrook starting to fight with these guys. Harden and Chris Paul in the same hotel. Um, and then I'm also trying to imagine like Kawhi and LeBron trying to go grab, going to the vending machine, getting the late night soda and just LeBron just hyping up how fun the league is. And Kawhi just going, ha, 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 um, or something like that. So it's just, I'm just trying to imagine like all these like camp style, like high school, like, you know, boys are going to pull around in the hallways type when you, when you go on like those school trips type of things. Um, I think the other thing I'm, interested in um in as well on a more serious note um is just how they're going to manage just practices and how they're going to feed um everyone the amount of staff that's going to be required i want to get more insight i think we've read about like some of the special treatment they're going to get which they're athletes i guess to get it but like what are the perks like on-site barbershops like their own little movie theaters i want to get more about these little luxuries they're going to get for kind of in a way taking two more, three more months out of their life and going into their own little quarantine and kind of risking it around the rest of, you know, these groups, like playing with playing basketball is not a social distancing sport unless you're the Houston Rockets um, on defense. Um, <laughs> nice. But no, it's, it'll just be interesting to see the hotel set up and the little luxuries and kind of those like fun little logistics of what it takes to truly be in Orlando and make something like this happen. Rahat, what about you? Yeah, no, agree with both both, both of what y'all said. Um, those are those are going to be interesting things to see. And the other point, kind of kind of piggybacking off what Anil said about the rest part, I feel like we see the best performance, I guess, um, from players when they are rested. When we see the beginning of the season, they always come out with like this big jolt of energy. And I think that you know, given that everybody's at the, the same level field, I think that we'll see really, really, really great basketball. And we'll finally, <laughs> this might be the only chance that we will see a good, maybe a true version of what 
playoff Harden will look like or could look like if he was rested during the season. Um, but and not distracted. Huh? And not distracted. And not distracted. I mean, he can't. He can't leave the bubble to go to. Yeah, he can't club, do it, man. To go to strip clubs unless they bring it into the bubble. So, <laughs> bro, bro, sucking away his powers, man, and like no Hennessy and out allowed Disney World for Jr. Man, like these guys are gonna struggle so much. It's, it's like a dry college campus for all these guys. It's gonna be tough, <laughs> dude. Honestly, man, they're gonna like suffer. Like, no, that's funny. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I agree. And so, the, and then, and then the other part was that it is since there are no fans, but the players will be able to watch each other's games. Um, so I remember, like, I guess Hassan, um, you remember when we used to play in our like basketball leagues when we were growing up and we know we would have, we would be able to like kind of scout or kind of see the tactics that the other teams are doing. I feel like it, it, it is like um, still professional. They still have their game plan that they're going to stick to, but to see kind of like some little wrinkles, some things that they can add to their game plan, um, that will be interesting um and then it's just like at that point it's like who who is adapting more how can you kind of play chess within checkers at that point um so that's that that was that was helpful now let's okay so give me um just some some key points on some roster moves that have come up and kind of take this and then take take what i'm going to ask you next but um so jr smith is coming back i'm surprised that he got a contract before Jamal Crawford. I would have probably picked Jamal Crawford, but um, it is what it is. He, J.R. Smith is signing with the Lakers since Avery Bradley is not coming back. There have been a lot of, uh, not a lot, but like a few um, players that have opted out that have been a little bit interesting. Um, one that I wanted to see, I guess, um, was Trevor Ariza, but he isn't coming back. Um, speaking of Trevor Ariza, we have um, a former Rocket signing with the Rockets again, Luke Mob. Mabute. Um, he, he, he was a key piece um, for the Rockets a couple of years ago, but he got injured. So not sure how he will fit in, but we will see. And the team that needs to sign like 15 players, maybe a whole roster are the Nets. Um, you know, they're, they're having players drop left and right and opting out of coming back. So we'll see how they um, stack up. Um, but yeah, just a couple of other, um, players that have decided not to come. I think I saw today, Bradley Beal said he's not, he's not coming either. Um, the one thing that I'm kind of bummed out is like, so they're only inviting 22 teams and cool, whatever, but I wish all the other teams got to play too. And maybe some like consolation tournament for like maybe lottery picks or like reordering how the, the draft will be because I wanted to see Clay come back. I think they, he said that he was ready and he, if he could play, he would, right? Um, but the Warriors aren't there. Yeah, I, I think they are, though, right? They're yeah, doing they something are. for September. They're doing, yeah. like, a mini tournament for the 18th. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, That should be fun. Is that for well, like, Who's going to watch that? Who wants to watch eight crappy teams? Play? I mean, Hustin will, man. He's but what's on the line? I mean, if, if football's back, I'm going to be occupied. But <laughs> that's a whole other topic for a whole other day. Dude, if the games are at noon, you know I'm going to be there. I'm going to watch every single noon game. Yeah, if the game's on TV, it's going to be in the background. <laughs> but no, I, I like all the roster stuff that you mentioned. Um, I think it's going to be interesting, too. You're right. Some of these guys are fit, back in shape. You know, they've been practicing during the quarantine or on the offseason. I want to see the Porzingis. Um, Luca. Luca, man. 
I mean, Dude. I can't even think of his name. That's how oh. much of, that's how much of a, a Houston fan I am and a Dallas hater I am. Okay. Um, but for the unbiased reason of this podcast, I do want to see what damage Luca can do after taking a little bit of a break. I think he was riding this like flow and this streak. Um, so it'll be interesting to see um, just some players like that, Dame, Luca, uh, what the Raptors do. Um, can the Thunder maintain their um, hot streak? I mean, there's no more home court anymore. So, like, do those upper tier teams like really have an advantage now over the lower tier teams? Yeah, I think uh, what um, I think Jr. Especially, I think he's refreshing uh, Twitter nonstop, looking for the logistics on the bubble because he wants to know where the uh, scoreboard will be positioned <laughs> on the court. <laughs> you guys know what I mean, <laughs> dude? Yeah. Uh, no, man, I agree with all of you guys. Uh, I think really what I'm concerned with though, is there's like still a pretty high chance right now. So because there's so much uncertainty, there's such a high chance right now that we don't get the full season, like the full rest of the season. That's really what I'm worried about the most. Um, as far as roster changes go, like, man, yeah, it's all exciting, right? It feels like a mini free agency, like right now, right before the season. And so that's like really exciting. Um, but really what I'm most concerned about is, yeah, how is this going to work? And like, is it going to continue? Because it would be like gut wrenching to, to have basketball taken away again. Yeah. So Raha, why don't you, I know, you know, we're going to start to segue this off, but why don't you lead us and maybe a first hot take or kind of your thoughts or predictions for the NBA restart? Um, and then we'll go around the corner. So you can start off, and then you can also give an extra bonus one for keeping us uh, losers on track during this pod. Uh, great. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm happy to start. So I think that Portland will be very, very dangerous. Um, they're not in the playoff picture right now, but they are fully healthy. Um, they are uh, getting – oh, my God, I'm blanking on his name. What's his name? Dude, you guys are forgetting everything. My um, the the big man. Who's that? Um, Nurkic. Uh, Nurkic. Nurkic. Yeah. yeah. yeah Nurkic. God, sorry. Um, he is. That's how long the NBA has been gone, guys. We're forgetting. Yes. <laughs> you guys like you watch Space Jam or something? Like just some basketball related. <laughs> no, yeah. Use of Nurkic. Yeah. Yeah. So he he's back. You got Dame. You got McCollum. Um, I think that they're they've been kind of like hanging on to threads throughout whatever we saw in the previous, like the season up until the suspension of the season. Um, I think that with him coming back, that dynamic changes, they were a really, really good team last year um, with him in the lineup. I think that the Lakers, if everything holds else constant and if Portland slides into the eighth spot, um, I think that the Lakers will have some trouble on their hands not saying that there will be an upset, but it won't be just as a cakewalk as if the Lakers were, if the Lakers played the Pelicans or the Grizzlies or the Spurs, any other team, the Lakers went in four, but with the Blazers, I feel like it will be a little bit more challenging. And as that, that, that's the whole goal, I guess, is to challenge these, these top-heavy teams to maybe you know, make it a little bit more interesting when the, when the interesting game comes in the, in the later rounds. But yeah, that's my that's my one uh, for right now, and then I'll I'll go after one of y'all go again. I know you want to go next. Yeah, uh, sure. So um, this is kind of like a generic hot take. Um, my hot take is that the low tier teams that we like kind of mentioned like earlier, like maybe like four through eight. I think if they 
get past the first round, then I think the second round becomes easier because momentum means so much more in this bubble, I think, in my opinion, than it does like when you're um, like in a regular season, right? Because there's no home court advantage. And once you get a taste of, of success, I think, in this bubble, then I think uh, people are going to chase it pretty hard and they're going to feel comfortable um, and get people off balance. Yeah, I, I'm going to do a Western Conference hot take, too. Um, you know, you mentioned Portland being a sleeper. I, you know, I always want to say the Rockets, but, you know, we choke in the playoffs time in and time out. But I think the Nuggets could win this whole thing. I think they're a very complete roster. I think they have small guys. I think they have big guys. Um, the Joker – looks like he's lost 125,000 pounds and he looks like he is a GQ model or a Calvin Klein oh. model now. Yeah, um, he does. But it's also just like without home court advantage, like they do lose that elevation, but like that team is quick. They fun. They're, they defend well. And I think like a team like that usually always rides the season hot. They're usually like that first seed for the first half of the season. And with all this rest now, like can they come back and be that pseudo first seed again, you know? Um, while you have boneheads like J.R. Smith ruining the chemistry of the Lakers, you know? Um, so I think a team like the Nuggets could really uh, surprise people. And I also think on the, the East, um, don't, be, don't be surprised if you see the Miami Heat in the finals. Um, they shoot threes. They play tough defense, similar to the Rockets. Like, their style of play is based on hustle, based on energy, and based on grind. They just want it more. So in terms of defensively, like, they're fresh – those guys are ready to roll. So don't be surprised if they can stop some really good teams. Like you said, ride the momentum of the bubble. Yeah. I have one quick one and I want, I get, I get, I'll give you, I'll give you 30 seconds to just give me your pick because we're, we're this is going to be right before the next time we probably talk, we'll probably lead up a little bit more. We'll have more information, but just what we know right now, what your, uh, your champion will be. So I'll give you 30 seconds to think about it while I give you my last hot take. I think that we will, have um, key players unfortunately contract this and we'll have an opportunity for a no-name or an underdog team to win this championship. Go, Hassan, go with your final. Who, who's your champion? Oh, I think the Rockets. Yeah, I know. Uh, uh, I'm going to say Thunder. Cool. Um, I... This is so. This is so hard for me. But I, I, I have to say that just because of everything that's going on, it's 2020. It's a weird year. We're gonna have. We're gonna have a celebration in Houston. Let's get it. Woo! All right, guys. Yeah. Um, I think the underdogs got it this year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. For sure. Um, all right. Thank you guys for listening in. Uh, please reach out to us. Share. Share your thoughts. What you think about the restart? Who you think will win? Uh, catch us on Instagram or Twitter. Attack Sports. A T T A C Sports. Um, looking forward to hearing from you all and until next time have a good one